Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If a, if a good deal comes up, I'll probably get a webcam. Like a 1080p one or something. Hell yeah. I mean, to be fair, the built-in ones yeah. on your new MacBook will be a, will be a 1080p. Oh, okay, I think this one's 720. Uh, yeah, maybe don't like, need them. right now I'm at 1080. Right now, um, yeah, the cameras on on MacBook Pros are pretty decent. So, um, hi Timmer, how you doing, mate? What are you doing here? What cute you? He's loving it. Yeah, we had to change up the uh, the schedule due to um, Mother's Day. Is 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 Mother's Day like a universal thing, or is it like different in US and stuff like that, or is it just? I think I think they're different times. Okay, yeah. So we got Mother's Day tomorrow in the UK. So I'm I'm visiting family and stuff. So I'm 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 out in London all day tomorrow. So I will not be around for the potty. We've had to move it to today. What are you doing in London? um we are just kind of going to spend the day out there we're going to go to the natural history museum um because logan is obsessed with dinosaurs at the moment and he that's going to blow his little mind um and yeah we're just gonna hang out probably grab some lunch uh do some shopping that sort of thing just have a little day out in london um and then yeah you're not gonna go to the science museum uh we might do but um we want to go there mainly for the dinosaurs and stuff for logan but the science museum we might do while we're there um but you'd have to pay or pre-book i don't know how busy it's going to be on like mother's day or something um because the natural history is free but the um science museum you have to pay i think i think they ask for donations but i think you can go in for free well in the science I they have people standing at the gates yeah <laughs> they've got people standing there like yeah you can pay if you want don't yeah. have to, but you, you probably can, should. Yeah. <laughs> you can pay if you want to keep your legs or just go in there without your legs. <laughs> your choice, really. I'm like, just take my legs. I barely use them anyway. <laughs> I know, cricket season's coming up. What am I talking about? Really? Oh. What are you going to do, though? You're going to drive all the way back home? Yep, yep. I'm going to have to just get a train or, or drive there and then just sort of, you know, it's a, it's a whole day thing and then I'll probably crash over until Sunday and then just come back Sunday, Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, it's a bit annoying. Uh, Tilly will come to me with a few, for a few games as well. Um, it's a bit annoying, but it's just one of those things, you know, I don't really want to be at a different club. Um, I get to play with my brother, you know, it's a good, it's a good excuse to see him every week and stay in touch with the family. And I've just been playing for that club my entire life, so. Yeah. So you're going to be 90 playing with the same people? Right, well, this is quite the leap, isn't it? That's true. I don't think I'm going to be playing <laughs> cricket at 90, if I'm fucking honest. I feel like my body's disintegrating as it is. <laughs> so. Why not? I've definitely seen some 90-year-olds play. 
No, you haven't. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have. The the oldest you've seen is probably like Sheps. Hundred. To be fair, six. it's probably like eighty. But no ninety year olds. It's, it's, it's probably not with us any longer. He's Sheps. No, he's still there. <laughs> he, yeah. Is he? Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's still playing. He's a legend. Um Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, uh, let's get this moving then. Let's get the show on the road. What? Yeah. And now I'm going to jingle us in. Okay. We're jingling. That wasn't clear enough. Oh, great. Oh, oh right. Shit. Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Hello. Uh, this is the Quick Resume podcast. This is a nice second episode. Getting close to triple digits. That's pretty funny. Scary. Scary stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we we talk about video games. And my name's Deck, and that's Tim. Hello. <laughs> We're fucking losers. Basically. Dude, you didn't just swear at the first <laughs> 10 seconds, did you? I did, yeah. My money. Well, we don't have monetization anyway. <laughs> my money. <laughs> We're not a partner anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, YouTube. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's not. It's not going to do us any favors in the future. They're like, we looked over your application and we found your ninety-second video where you told us to fuck off, and we decided to decline your yeah. application. <laughs> Take that. Bitch. I was talking about another YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about a different YouTube. I've got a friend called YouTube. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, Joe. What term? It's been a quiet. It's been a quiet old week. Oh yeah, uh, not much has happened. Yeah, to be honest, biggest things that have happened uh, have been, you know, ongoing developments with ABK and yeah, then Xbox the Redfall story trailer. Really, they did go a bit ham. Xbox Live. They did. Yeah, you have a ten-year deal. You have a ten-year deal. You have a ten-year <laughs> yeah. deal. Yeah, check under your chairs. You got a ten-year deal yeah. with us, Microsoft. Audience, check under your chairs. Each one of you got a ten-year deal with Microsoft. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean for me? Bus- yeah, businesses of any size, any any field, any industry. It's like <laughs> like you're an indie coffee place. It's like we got a ten-year deal with Microsoft. This is awesome. Yeah. It's great. We can put Call of Duty on our coffee mugs. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Tim said you can talk about the stuff that he sent us. Did you? Actually, I saw that. I saw that you sent some stuff over to our, our email. Um, did you? Yeah, check he. Out? We were having. Yeah, I did. We were having a bit of a back and forth myself and Tim, and he was very nice and sent over some stuff. Uh, clearly, it hasn't from his, uh, his LinkedIn. Tim, so. <laughs> Oh, what can I tell you? I'm a busy guy, you know. <laughs> it's it's not in the notes, uh, to be fair. But I mean, I'm, I assume you're talking about the Zenimax stuff, um, which I, I think we've we've touched on a bit before. But it was it was nice to see the confirmation for it. You know, Zenimax Online's new game, like some job postings seem to imply that there's like a lot of verticality. There's like not like web slinging, but there's lots of like high movement from like some might say like zipping from building to building, like a Mandalorian or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, maybe. I'm still holding yeah, that hope, great. dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still holding that hope. Yeah, it's just, there's so much opium going on with the Mandalorian Xbox game. 
It's definitely not a real thing. <laughs> no, absolutely not. At this point, I'm just doing it for the for the meme. God damn it! There was something else I had here that I wanted to add for the notes, but I don't have it. Shit. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. Well, you know what, Tim? Uh, I've um, left my coffee in the other room, so I'm going to leave this first story to you uh, about Ghostwire. Well, we can just, I'll do my <laughs> It's intro. really important that I have my coffee. I'm really off my game today. You are. You fucking yeah, just... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I mean, like guys nine... gets his coffee. <laughs> this, this fucking guy is on Halo Infinite at the start time of the podcast. I can see it because he linked his Discord to his Xbox. <laughs> my man's playing Halo Infinite. Declines my call. Five minutes later, joins. He's, he gets his breakfast sandwich delivered and eats it on the mic. Uh, this guy's just, he's all over the place today. All over the place. Um, but, you know, that's the sort of stuff you get when you have a semi-professional podcast. <laughs> um but yeah, so, uh, I mean, we haven't done a little intro to what we've been doing this week. So... I wasn't playing Halo. Whoa, I didn't play man. it. I just booted I was... it up. I just booted it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about what I've been playing this week. Coming oh, so sorry, hard. man. Uh, you... Sorry. Continue. You know, I just thought. No. It's okay. Go on. Yeah, I do. I definitely wasn't back talking to you. Um, yeah, so what have I been playing this week? I played a bit of Midnight Suns. Um... Haven't done Overwatch this week yet. Um, probably play a little bit of that today to get on that battle pass again. Um, we played Valheim. Which oh, released... I finished it. Oh, oh, you finished it, have you? Nice. Yep. So, that's yeah, a bit of shame. You're going to have to say Loki, but... Fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I don't need to carry a soggy wet ass, so... Um, a good one! The Why uh... is it soggy? <laughs> Why is it wet? <laughs> you know. Um... <laughs> so what else oh yeah Valheim came out on Tuesday I think most things tend to come out on Tuesday I think it came out on the Tuesday um, yes to Games Pass and we played a little bit of that I played that on um, Thursday with the boys uh, gotta say yes. I enjoyed it but I have a question to you what does Valheim bring to the table that something like grounded doesn't apart from a different design perspective like it's high fantasy i feel like most mechanics in that game are done better in grounded and far more polished including combat uh, i just yeah i think this i think the setting and the approach to exploration is is different i mean it looks um, and just more massive feel I don't think it does, though. I, I, say, I think Graham looks good. I think it runs well. You put it into performance mode, and there's no hitches. Nothing wrong with the way it runs. But it, it, it looks like it looks cheeks, dude. It, it doesn't look good. I think it looks. I think My it looks good. I think it legitimately looks good. <laughs> kind of triangular, like the muscles. yeah, but it's style. I don't know. It's not. I feel like it's styled intentionally. It's it's pixely on purpose, and then they've just put all of the pretty much all of the processing power into like volumetric lighting. Do you know what I mean? There's like trees that are like three pixels and then, then this lighting like comes through the trees and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like it's all on a tabletop. That's kind of what I, I kind of... Yeah, maybe I'll well. have another glance at it when I play it. Maybe today, but like uh, it wasn't really doing anything for me. And like, I'm I typically a person that tends to enjoy stylized graphics and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm always up for that sort of thing. 
Um, but it does. It didn't really do anything for me in in in, in that respect. And I don't know if it was just lag for the server, but like when I was like hitting enemies, there was like a delay behind them actually reacting to it and then taking damage and then like, and I'm like wired in, so it's not my connection or anything like that. So like just that sort of stuff just made it feel a little bit just jank, a little bit. I I know it is game preview for for anyone who doesn't know it is game preview. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, apart from the aesthetic and the high fantasy like setting, it's just I feel like a game like Rounded just kind of has does everything it does but kind of better um it de- definitely from I, mean, a combat yeah, I, I don't disagree yeah the, the building in Valheim is is kind of ass yeah. like the, the the best thing about the game is the fact that you can play with up to 10 people yeah you know it's, it's this big yeah fantasy world uh you know there's a lot of like mystery to it i think mm. um like we haven't gone into any of the deeper mechanics. Like some of the boss fights are really cool. Um, so I've seen so far, but I mean, I, I don't disagree with you too. I think it's like grounded is one of those things where most people don't even know what grounded is and won't even give it a try because it's about bugs and kids. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think I, I agree with you. They have Microsoft. I've seen you have Microsoft money now. So even though it's a small team, that that game is polished to a T with a lot yeah. of really good mechanics. It's, it, I think it's literally one of the best in the genre, like Grounded. Um, yeah. But I, yeah. most people won't, won't even look at it twice. Yeah. Whereas Valheim is like, oh, I, I know what a Viking is. You know what I mean? Oh, look yeah. at the uh, Goblin. We can do that. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying I had a bad time. I, I, I do think it's a good game and I will continue to play it. But it didn't, it didn't blow my socks off. It wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to get home and boot this up and spend the next four hours on it. Like multiple times a week. It was like a game where I was like, yeah, I could probably hop on it with the boys if like everyone's on, but like I still want to play Overwatch. I still want to play Midnight Suns, stuff like that, you know. Which I feel like for a game, for what it is, a survival game, they really do need to get their hooks into you for actually to enjoy the game because you do. It's a, it's one of those games you do have to put a lot of time into to get anywhere. Like you're not seeing progress if you play that game an hour at a time. Like you 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 got to sit down for a few hours collect resources, do some building, make some armor, like go here and go there. Like if you're exploring, it takes you if you just want to go to a point on the map, you know, you're just running back and forth and taking detours probably for a good couple of hours, you know. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting. But it's good. Definitely good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I'm with you. Um I think it it does feel like an indie game still um but not in a good not a bad way like mm. i you know i uh yeah the, the, i think there are some things which are intentionally basic like the combat is intentionally basic but i think it's it's for what it is still pretty good uh you know yeah it's fine uh yeah. and, and i think i said this to you as well like i think when you do if you do play something like grounded and then you play something like this you like instantly miss a lot of the quality of life like one of the things that they always did with grounded that i was like why is this not a common thing Mm. is that when you're near if you're on there if you've got a crafting bench near a storage chest you can just make stuff and it will just pull the stuff out of the chest yeah yeah that's not a thing in valheim yeah you've got to go to the chest put in your inventory if your inventory is full you've got to swap it around then you go to the chest make the thing then you go and put that stuff back in the chest like in the the quality of life like this is clearly and grounded remember was made for xbox and pc so like they had all of that in mind whereas this is like a port 
yes, over yeah. uh, to Xbox, you know. And again, like the, the, the mapping onto the controller is is fine. I don't think it's great. Like the fact that you navigate your inventory, your hotbar on the D-pad and then press up on the D-pad, I think it's kind of rough at times because like yeah. there have been times where I've been caught and I've had to like D-pad over to the real thing and then like a shield and then press up and then go over to my clutter, yeah. you know, like weapon and then press it up and it's like, oh, this, this takes like... Five seconds too long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit. Yeah, there's a bit of clunkiness in inventory and just like stuff like splitting stacks or like just taking like a single thing and throwing it on the ground. Like my hands get confused. It's like I'm playing a fucking fighting game. Like I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I have to hold like LT and Y and then right trigger and A and then like this that and split that and it's just like what's happening? Like just surely there's an easier yeah. way to do this like my brain just gets yeah. confused and i just end up chucking the whole stack on the floor i'm like fuck it just take it off. <laughs> <laughs> just like, i'm it. saying this i'm saying this because like to to roll is lb and b so it's like lb is to block so and it's like but b doesn't do anything why is it not just b why is b yeah. not roll <laughs> exactly like, why is it lb and b unless there's something we haven't encountered yet in the game that uses b but yeah it's weird but but i do like the sense of atmosphere and environment that the game has for sure um mm. but i'm with you i feel like there's i mean how i think grounded's been out for longer so maybe it's not a fair comparison yeah grounded has been out my grounded's been out a while hasn't it a preview yeah. but i feel like there's more depth i mean we haven't played that much have we we've only got no. to the second biome really yeah uh but the, this the siege that we had for the world was shocking because the boss was like the biome was split across the ocean and the oh, boss yeah. was across the ocean so we had to make a raft and like sail over there <laughs> um, and yeah and the sailing is so slow in that game at least on that raft <laughs> it was so slow it's like to yeah. the point we had to sing sea shanties just to just to fucking pass the time um but yeah, yeah. Uh, and just weird stuff like you die if you're in the water swimming for like five seconds and shit it's just like well, this was an exploration game. I can't swim. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is weird. It's quite funny though. You remember how it worked in Ark? Like it was is the worst. Like if you run out of stamina, you just stop being able to swim, and you just have to yeah, slowly sink, like sink to your death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you don't do that here. You just start taking damage instead of your stamina going down. But nothing really changes. You and it just like. I just really like the idea of your guy being like, I can't hold my head up anymore. <laughs> like, just still swimming, but like, just face yeah. up the water. <laughs> yeah. Just like, accepting his fate. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's decent. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good game. Right? Uh, and it's a good time with friends, so I do recommend playing it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what else? Oh, and I've been playing Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap. Oh, yeah, you have, of course. Go on, man. Go on, man. Tell us a, about it. It's a great game. Um, if you're if you're looking for a little game to pass the time on your mobile, Marvel Snap is excellent. Especially if you like like Hearthstone or something like that, it's really easy to pick up. It's not like pay to win at all. Um, the way like you earn cards and stuff like that, and um, literally, I think there's like a there's like a battle pass that you can buy that gives you like a couple cards. But like apart from that, everything else you just earn in game by just playing. Um, and so that's really cool to see, considering Hearthstone was a fucking absolute drain on your bank account uh, if you wanted to do anything. Um, and it's just good fun, man. Like, it's just, it's really unique in the way that the game's played. Like, it's like a game about controlling three different zones. Um, and you have to have, like, the most power in, in the zone with the cards you play wins that zone. 
and you have to have to win the game you have to win two zones out of the three if that makes sense so you put cards in a zone and you've got five power in that zone if the enemy has four power in that zone by the end of the sixth turn you win that zone and you have to win two zones to out, out of the three to win the game um but like as you play each zone has like its own unique effect that gets revealed so it could be like cards here have a 25% chance to be destroyed cards here have plus one power cards here get duplicated cards here and that changes every single game i've seen some repeats but like it makes every game unique um there's like a little bit of like sort of rng and and stuff like that and it's just good man it's a good little game i'm not gonna go into it in in, in too much depth but um it's fun and it's cool the way they've done like the card designs and stuff it's um really pretty all the artwork uh, and you upgrade them to make them like 3D and you can put animations on them and stuff like that. It's cool. I like it. Neat. Yeah, it's cool. I've always, I've, I've always been interested in it uh, and obviously it's kind of popped off since it launched. Um, mm. I think it got a couple of Game of the Year nominations last year. It might have even won something. Yeah, it got but, Mobile uh... Game of the Year last year. Yeah. But yeah, no, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. It's decent. Uh... Uh, on my side of things, I meant to speak about this last week. I haven't touched it this week, actually. Uh, it's definitely not today. It's Halo Infinite Season 3. Mm. Um, and that's been good so far. I think generally the community has been quite happy with that. I think there's there's a yeah. bit of, there's quite a lot of positive sentiment around it, especially if that, if this is what, I mean, obviously a single season is not going to be enough to course correct, you know, to get uh, a bigger population back. Uh, and obviously the population did spike and it has it has stayed up a bit more uh but it, it, i think it's more oh if we can expect this every season yeah. for you know every three months going forward that that's a good sign because uh, it's a good amount man uh you know yeah that's right and even by any standards you know even by standards of other games i think it was a reasonably big season like you know like three maps new weapon new equipment <clears throat> couple of story beats uh which were like kind of interesting i mean obviously like you don't really care it's not crammed into it at all but like you know the idea is that the uh the brute ai that was introduced last season mm -hmm. has uh is kind of like corrupting spartan din yeah uh, one of the one of the uh headhunters or whatever they were called yeah uh and he's having like visions and everything and it seems to be implying that there's some deeper stuff going on and so there's been a couple of changes in the maps uh, and live fire there's that door downstairs it's like got an only symbol on it now and uh some of the maps have like this uh digital grid effect every now and then because it's i think it's you know supposed to be like uh kind of a, a breakdown of of reality sort of thing the system's how, like you know, getting like infected made up. Like, a, like a virus sort of thing isn't it that, yeah that's right that sort of that sort of vibe yeah it's kind yeah, of cool. just just kind of like, little, little, nice touches like that yeah little story elements like that kind of throw me back to like um like these like nazi zombies era and like call of duty and stuff like that when they do little little you know like subtle changes on the map you know when stuff like that happens and little um scenery changes and i i actually really dig that sort of form of like telling a story um and having subtle changes i like agree that. i think it's really cool yeah yeah, I'm with you. I like that. It's just kind of a, a show don't tell approach, or you know, a bit of both. Because because the cutscenes are really good as well. Um, you know, uh, and then yeah, I think like adding some of the maps and, and stuff really helps it go that extra mile. So yeah, that's been good. 
Battle passes, obviously, there as well. You know, they've started one of the new events already, and the challenge system is just so much better now. Like, I can't emphasize how much better that all is. Uh, like, and you get performance-based rewards as well. You know, so you're incentivized to actually win. There's none of this like, like most of you know how you used to. There used to be like get kills with a specific weapon. Now it's like get kills with a banished weapon and a like, you know, or okay, UNSC weapon. You know, so it's like super easy peasy. You know, don't have to get kills with a fucking car like the plasma carbine. Oh. God, I three burst thing that was what were they thinking like yeah. <laughs> so stupid there was even a challenge i swear they had one once where it's like just get like a ninja medal as well it's just like i yeah. can't fucking control that shit like that's like kind of a rare thing to pull off and it's it, it you can't put a corner dude having a challenge like that it's just infuriating. Like I hate it when a challenge just sits there for ages and you can't do it because it's like altering your gameplay style and stuff like that. That shit just really irritates me. And like every passing game, it lingers there. I get like angrier and angrier. Like, I just, <laughs> I just don't like it. But yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and then there's a couple of new game modes as well. Um, I think they've got like team escalation. Uh, team Escalation Slayer, I think, <clears throat> which is essentially like it's a te- it's team gun game. Uh, oh, cool! Which which I thought was really cool. I like you know, that you game. have like a bar which goes up, and then once your team gets to that bar, the whole team gets to the next you know the next set of weapons, oh. uh, and each loadout has like a different equipment as well. <clears throat> That's quite cool. I thought it was quite cool. So you start with like rockets. You, if they did that as like a free for all style, I wonder if that'd be better rather than team based. Yeah, maybe that was essentially what Last Spartan Standing was, though, wasn't it? If you remember that, what that was. Yeah, but you didn't like, upgrade weapons or anything, did you? Yeah, you went through. You went through weapons when you got kills. Did you? Yeah. Oh yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense why they did it team based. Yeah, I'm being stupid. I'm playing Halo in a while. And I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people were like kind of pissed off. I mean, we were at the time as well. They're like, oh, we have to play this in free for all. So I'm, I'm glad that they made I liked this. It. Uh, I thought it was mode. a great game. Mate. Yeah, I thought it was good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah there, there's something else that I feel like I'm missing, but I can't remember what it is. But yeah, all good. I'm happy with all the maps. Uh, the BTB map, especially, is very good. The, the, it's called Oasis and it's like a bit sandy, very pretty. Uh, yeah, so it, it's I, I I I finished the event pretty quickly. I got to like level twenty in the battle pass, so I'll probably keep dipping in every now and then. But I, it's good, you know. My fingers are crossed. Things seem to have be picking up now. There seems to be a lot more confidence and momentum behind the team. Uh, I mean, like, are, are you still? I'm still. Uh, how are you feeling about? Yeah, I'm still jonesing to play it a little bit. To be honest, um, I do I do want to play it, um, but I just. I think I'm going to struggle right now to find the time between the games that I want to play uh, and the games that I should play. I feel like Overwatch is definitely falling into a game that I should play rather than I want to play right now. Like, yeah. I think it's fun. And when I hop in it, I do still have fun, but it's it does somewhat feel forced sometimes. And uh, this is where I really wish everyone just adopted the Halo Infinite Battle Pass style. Um, I just... 
it's just annoying um because i don't even know when it ends it ends fairly soon the season pass it's like early like april i think so i don't even have that long and i'm like level 40 no. something so i've still got like halfway to go and it's just like i, I really yeah. do have to hit that grind um, but I, I would like to have the freedom to play a bit of Halo Infinite and I'm struggling to find the time to play Midnight Suns and now with Valheim on the horizon and stuff like that I know um, you know people are going to want to play that so um, yeah yeah, it's, it's it's a little bit annoying part of me does just want to cut my losses you know boohoo about the Kiriko skin or maybe just buy like the last few levels like the last like 15 levels or something like that as far as I can and just play Halo Infinite again so I feel like it sh- it deserves a bit of my attention this season. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of into it. Right. about it. We'll carve out a bit of time for it. The, the guys are still playing it. Uh, like, I don't think... I think every, by, by the looks of how this is going to unfold, it's going to... And I, I'm wondering if other people have this kind of thing with their friends group where we've got Valheim as like a lo-fi game <laughs> and you know uh, and Overwatch is still the hi-fi game. <laughs> yeah, when the caffeine... So the, the guys are still playing it. Yeah. So, cool. You'll be fine. Nice. nice. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like there is something else that I've been playing. I can't did you complete these. Last of Us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I did complete Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, I meant to. I said I was going to make a tweet about that, but I didn't. Um, yeah, yeah. I spoke to our friend about it as well, <clears throat> who's who finished it a while back. Uh, Last of Us Part Two, that is, in case anybody, you know, you haven't been watching the last few episodes, uh, which I, uh, I I liked. I thought it was good. Uh, I I didn't love it. I didn't think it was great. Uh, I mm. definitely think the way they told that story was all over the place. Uh, I don't know, and and I like I do respect it because I respect the ambition. You know, uh, spoilers, I suppose. Now. Uh, uh, in that you, you, it's like a dual protagonist story or yeah. protagonist antagonist, uh, and I respect that. I think that was an interesting approach to take. But man, like it just feels like they had a story written and then they just cut it up into different episodes and they just lobbed it onto a table and see which told like to, to decide which order to tell it. Yeah. But there, there was like a, a fifteen-hour chunk in the game where like every two hours you were hopping to different different perspectives or different yeah. times. Yeah. I have heard this about uh, uh, about the game, yeah. And I was like, it was just so jarring. I was just like, I don't want to. And then because you like swap halfway through, you like lose all your progression, mm. which is like, you know, it's a compromise of doing of telling this type of story you're trying to tell. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I just wasn't keen on how they told that. And there were a couple of times where I feel that the game wanted me to feel a particular way about a character. Like when you're playing as Abby you get the sense of the game wants you to feel that Abby's in the right and Ellie was in the wrong. Yeah. By the time you get to that, I'm like, I just, I didn't feel that at all. Like, I, I, <laughs> so I, I don't know. The game is making me do things where I was like, I don't really feel like I should be like, this doesn't feel. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to force, <laughs> I don't know. force it on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But you know, yeah. the, 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 all the, the gameplay elements were really good. Uh, I, you know, I said this before, like, a lot of the the audio and like the visuals are like off the charts, like Naughty Dog just doing what they do. Uh, and every the thing is, every scene that they did film was like pretty immaculate. Like all the voice acting was incredible, all the mocap was incredible. The, the 
writing was generally pretty like really good as well i just didn't like how it was directed i didn't like how it was they decided to tell it uh so yeah i'd give it like maybe an eight or an 8.5 uh it's really good overall definitely worth a play still because uh the ai is also amazing in that game yeah uh but yeah definitely uh the way the story was told is the biggest hang up for me yeah okay that's fair enough it's still still a high score though um speaking of high scores re for the naval wow i knew it was going to be well received but i did not think it would be getting some tens that's uh that, that was that was did you shock. not i didn't think you'd be getting tens <clears throat> no um <clears throat> I think it tends to be. It's literally was considered one of the best games of all time. <laughs> well, it's considered, yeah, yeah, I guess so. There, there was a lot wrong with the with with RE4, um, but it was like the first of its kind to take the sort of direction it did. Like it did pave the way for a lot of yes. things. Um, for third person action adventure games, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, it essentially started everything. Um, so it was pretty groundbreaking, but by no means was it like. I don't. I don't consider RE4 as one of the best games of all time, and I played that a lot when I was younger, and I played it with my brothers and stuff like that, and I thought it was a fantastic game. But you know, I I I wouldn't give it any more than like a like a an eight or a nine or something like that. Probably closer towards the nine sort of scale. Um, but yeah, no, it's just I was quite shocked to see it actually get some like tens, some like perfects. Um, but. You know, it does look very good. Um, and like I said, I did really enjoy this game from like my childhood. So I am tempted to give it a go. But as I've been saying in this show anyway, I've got I'm juggling a few too many games as it is. There's no need to add another one in the mix there. Um yeah. <laughs> and I'm in no immediate rush to play it, but it does it does look pretty good. Um and again, you know, kudos to uh Capcom for um for doing this, you know their their whole like revival of like the Resident Evil, they, like they really took an IP that was kind of in the toilet a little bit, like it was big and it was still very well known, but they kind of did take take it from in the toilet and really just polish that turd into quite quite the uh quite the gemstone, um you know with the with like Biohazard yeah. sort of putting it back on the map village these remakes and stuff like that you know they've they, they've done a really good job with it so yeah yeah uh i so this is there was a tweet that like gained a bit of traction uh the other day and I, i'd like you to kind of tell me what you think and it, the tweet was something to, to the effect of oh three the three highest rated games of the year so far are all remakes of old games what does that say about the game industry nowadays discuss um i don't really think it says anything because i feel like these games are being changed a lot from their originals anyway and adapted to a new style of gaming and having lots of quality of life changes anyway it's not just a case of it's a graphical upgrade and it's the exact same game re4 remake looks vastly different to re4 original and they made some massive improvements from literally changing entire boss fights and mechanics and stuff like that to improve the way the game flowed and told its story and everything 
um and the same for for dead space remake so like sure they're remakes but they're kind of not at the same time so i i kind of disagree with 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 that um statement a little bit yeah i mean i guess like it's also this idea of like like yeah if you're gonna comb through releases in the last 25 years and pick out the best ones and remake them like yeah of course they're gonna like yeah it's exactly. not representative of the last of like every game released between <laughs> you know the 90s and 2010 mm. that these are the three highest some of the highest three games in that whole era that have then been remade so yeah of course they're gonna score highly and not you know beyond that it's gonna score some nostalgia points you know mm-hmm. it just is <laughs> yeah so nothing wrong with that i guess but like you know, I think using these examples to to like beat developers over the head with is kind of silly. No, it's yeah, it's I think it's extremely silly. And there's plenty of games that are reviewed just as well, maybe a little bit worse, that are brand new IPs. You know, complete new games. So like, no, I mean just because Hi-Fi Rush, <laughs> yeah, Hi-Fi Rush, Elden Ring. Um, oh, actually, no, we're talking this year, aren't we? Um, not just in like the recent time frame well um, still yeah, it's still part but of the yeah point, you yeah. can you can argue that sort of thing so like no yeah i i kind of disagree with it yeah you're you're, you're cherry picking some some absolute favorites that's of, right of like exactly. across a previous generation or even a generation before that um so yeah it's, it's kind of going to happen yeah yeah and you know, while we're on the topic of like, uh, you know, uh, ratings and uh, reviews and all of that, I, I have some terrible news. You know, fellow Xbox, uh, you know, take the stand, salute, because Hi-Fi Rush has lost its ninety on Metacritic on Open Critic rather. Oh, has actually. Oh, it's gone down to a shit, worthless eighty-nine now. Fuck What's so. the point? Why do I even? What, what terrible game. game! I only yeah. played it because it cracked the nines. Now I just feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple of weeks ago, but I just noticed that I just thought it was quite funny. That but he's kind of sad. I think though. I think like what? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was a good look. But ultimately, oh, you know, it doesn't really mean much. Uh, no, it doesn't. You know. But it, it kind of. I I feel like the even though I rated it like probably like an eight point five myself, uh, I do feel like the game probably deserved to to break into that nineties and like solidify there as as is in 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 the 90 um but, yeah you know it's still an insane game and reviewed insanely well but yeah yeah well speaking of uh tango gameworks tim mm. one of their other games should be coming to xbox very soon i think he actually got announced in it uh 12th of april it did yeah and then they get announced with like some exclusive like content or something as well something exclusive to it something new I don't think it was exclusive content, it, but it was a uh, we just get an update, DLC or we just get like an update or something with it. Yeah, it was it was an update. It wasn't an update. It coming to all platforms, uh, but oh, okay. but yeah, uh, spider something. I can't remember. I remember. I remember it was a spider. <laughs> Great. Um, we, yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's exciting. Oh, yeah, I do want to get my hands on this game. Um, it looks cool. It looks funky. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to play it. I will give it a go. Yeah, good luck squeezing that in. But yeah, I'll, for sure, I'll give it a go. I'm just a pair of blind. Or do not disturb. DMV. Yeah. Perfect. 
All right. Well, second salute for the episode. Uh, I know every podcast over the weekend is going to be talking about it, but obviously uh, Lance Riddick passed away. Uh, you know, best known for his roles in The Wire or Fringe and TV, and then Zavala Fringe. for Destiny. Fringe was fucking amazing. Fringe was a good show. Yeah. And he was good at it. Yeah. And he was in the John Wick He's movies. He's um, Zavala, like yeah. you said. Um, he... Quantum Break as well. Yeah, Quantum Break. He played the lead in re- that new Resident Evil Netflix TV show that was kind of received a bit butts, but he was still pretty good in it. Uh, he was a good actor. And he I was... loved his voice. His voice he was, was tank so in nice. In Horizon. in Horizon as well. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good voice. He has such a lovely voice. Um but yeah, no, it's 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 uh it's a real shame. Yeah. Rest in peace, dude. Yeah. It's pretty pretty heartwarming. There's a lot of like in Destiny at the moment, there's there's people like changing their banners and icons and then going up to Zavala and there's just like you know, the whole lobby is just on, on one knee, like doing a salute or whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, quite cute. Yeah, yeah, it's very cute. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. Yeah, big talent, big loss to the to the gaming community. Really, you know, it's it's we don't get that many actors that are kind of prolific in both games and like TV. Yeah, and he was one of them that was like quite consistently involved in the industry. You know, a bit of an advocate, really, to some degree. You know, so mm, it's a big definitely. loss. So just a, a fun thing, I suppose, I wanted to touch on. Uh, Phil Spencer posted about uh, his his recent visit to Ninja Theory uh, and reviewing Hellblade 2. He said he was inspired to go back in 100% Hellblade 1. And I just thought this was kind of a, <laughs> a bit of a fun tease. He, he low-key cooking dough. Yeah. I love that. Maybe um, me that fucking <laughs> like Nemo. Nemo. He low-key cooking, <laughs> side-eyeing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, that's pretty. I, I, oh, did he actually do it as well? Did he 100 percent Hellblade? Oh, it's only 14 achievements. Yeah, he did it. Still, he's a gamer, dude. Yeah, he probably got someone to do it for him. Pretty paid. Someone yeah, to do it. <laughs> he's got. Yeah, that's right. He's got enough money for that. Yeah. Um, he just contacted the engineers and he was just like, "Can you just like pump my game score up to 100 like thousand on this?" Yeah. Because... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've I've been away for a while. I need to keep up the illusion of gaming. Um, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's it's you know it's exciting. Um, I'm sure I'm sure um Hellblade Two is going to be an absolute banger. Um, and yeah, Philly's Philly's got the confidence in it. That's for sure. So yeah, you really need to try it one day. Yeah, you need yeah, to give it a whirl. Yeah, it, 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 even it if you never, don't, even if it's just for a couple of hours. Yeah, it never really appealed to me. Um, but. Oh yeah, I'll give it a go. You know, I'm more accepting to games these days, so who knows? What what part of it isn't isn't appealing to you? That interest? What, what what do you mean? Um, I don't know, man. There was just kind of it's it's one that's kind of hard to explain. Just like the whole vibe going on with it when I was watching trailers and gameplay of it, it just didn't really kind of appeal to me. I I, I don't know. It's hard to put into words a little bit, and I. <laughs> I just saw you paste that. Um, and uh, it's it kind of reminded me a little bit of like a Rise clone at the time. And it wasn't really on my radar. And I, um, oh, right. and I was kind of just like, I don't know. It, it just kind of just... It's, it's nothing like Rise. I'm, it's I'm nothing like Rise. For me. Um, 
Yeah, yeah no, fair I'm enough. Sure it isn't, but yeah, it's hard to put into words. Yeah, just yeah, so you just so you know, really clicked yeah. on me. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, go on then. Share share the screen so we can communicate what we're talking about. Because oh, is that what you put in there? With, with the, <laughs> Phil Spencer Loki cookie. Yeah, <laughs> he Loki. <laughs> Isn't this like the yeah, scene the where like, Nemo's pretty much on his deathbed as well? <laughs> He's like dying. <laughs> like, I think it might be actually. Yeah. I so, thought in my head he was smiling, but now I can see he's actually not slightly smiling. He looks kind of sad. No, he is smiling, but he's like, he, he was like, he? yeah, he was like really like injured or like hurt or something. And he was like talking to his dad. And he's just like, nah, dad, I still like love you like that. So that's why he's got like a half like smile. <laughs> On, on on his face. <laughs> That's why he's low key cooking, dude. I also like my one with the uh, with the the Woody, where he's like, hold up, let, the, the Woody let one, him yeah. cook. Yeah, let him cook. That's that's the one. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for your low key cooking. You're really helping us get through these get through these months. Uh, you know, until we get more first party stuff. Yeah. Hellblade 2 this year, or a, or a fucking send you a glitter bomb. Right, Gotta have my system now. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so this whole thing happened with uh, Microsoft signing cloud deals with like everyone. One of them was Boosteroid, and one of them was Ubitus, I think. I, I was trying to find the screenshot for it, but I, 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 for my notes, but I, I'm pretty sure those are the two. Uh, one of them was Ukrainian. I can't remember where the other one was, but you know, smaller cloud services essentially getting deals with uh, Microsoft for this shit, which is you know, it's double funny because if Stadia had held on a little bit longer, yeah. they would have gotten a deal with Xbox. Yeah, they totally would have. Yeah. Although, like you said, the Google don't have the the best um, history with uh, with Xbox, so maybe they wouldn't have had the arm extended out to them. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. It'd be it would I think it would have it would have been an even better look for Xbox to be, you know, for regulators to be like, oh, you know, Google, those dickheads yeah. that we've got a you know blood feud with. They even they're getting it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's I don't know actually have, have we got more to talk about? Yeah, we might as well I, I guess we might as well come on to like uh, the developments with the FTC as well. Uh, this is kind of the part that was in uh, the title for today's video uh, around uh, the FTC alluding to a next generation gaming ecosystem from from, uh, from Xbox. Uh, but the larger story of that being that the FTC are dissatisfied with uh, some of the documents that Microsoft uh, have slash haven't disclosed, which by the way is over 1 million documents. How disgusting Jesus is that? Christ, dude. That's so crazy to think that i would kill myself <laughs> yeah well i'm sure there's more than one person going through it it's not just like one guy going through a million documents because yes he would blow his brains out all a those million <laughs> so many paper cuts dude yeah that's insane which is i mean it just goes to show me microsoft has been around for god knows how long but like this is only over the last few years right because they've only asked for like documents and details detailing like this generation and maybe a bit before it and it's still a million yeah it's horrible it's absolutely horrible fucking nuts dude i wonder why leaks happen so many fucking so much data in these sort of companies yeah (laughs) yeah exactly 
So, I mean, uh, there's not much more to report other than the fact that the FTC don't seem happy, but there's a lot of like turmoil going on with the FTC as well. Like people are leaving because uh, under Lisa, Lisa Khan's leadership. Uh, so they, they've got their own problems as well. Uh, yeah. Like we said before, Microsoft don't need the go-ahead from the FTC. Obviously, they want them to be satisfied so that they don't get sued in the future or, or now or, you know, lose any money. But hmm. the, the central part of the story here, the exciting part that I actually wanted to talk about is that part of those. The, the details that the FTC wants more on was Microsoft's ZeniMax exclusivity plans and uh, more information on Microsoft's next-generation gaming ecosystem. Uh, so let's just start with that second point, I guess. Yeah. Next generation gaming ecosystem because this this ties in actually to a larger conversation about uh, mid gen refreshes. This generation, uh, mm-hmm. there was a couple of articles, a couple of uh, speculation that there might be a PlayStation Five mid gen refresh coming. Uh, what, like a pro next next year, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so let's start there. Maybe like, what are your thoughts on a kind of mid gen refresh? Uh, should we get one? Do we need one? Like, is next year too soon, too late? What are kind of your thoughts? I, I mean, to me, it seems too, too early for this sort of thing. Weirdly, I feel like we still haven't. I know we've had these consoles for a while, but it really doesn't feel like we have. Um, like I feel like this leap to next gen has been a lot slower than people were anticipating and that it was advertised and marketed to like users like when these consoles first came out i feel like we still it still hasn't happened and it's like three years down the line um and yeah there's talks about getting like the you know the next iteration of these consoles and like playstation 6 is like being like patented and stuff like that it's just like i feel like like this hasn't even, this one hasn't even started like weirdly enough like I don't know if that's just me but um yeah I I, I don't feel like it's necessary um for for Xbox to do a mid gen refresh I feel like you could I feel like with the two systems we got now you kind of cover both areas of affordable and premium in those areas already uh, and I feel like if if we're gonna do any form of a ref- mid-gen refresh i feel like that's just going to come with more cloud functionality and improvements in cloud I, f- I feel um i i i don't feel like there's a need to throw out another piece of hardware there for xbox i feel like it'd be very confusing to have th- a three console generation for xbox but um and yeah playstation i could potentially see it especially if you get rid of that fucking disk drive that's glued on to the PlayStation 5. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of... Because I guess when we think about last gen's mid-refreshes, the idea was that it was catching up to like the rest of technology involved in the console. So the TV, you know, essentially 4K. You know, the 4K. Yeah. That was kind of the thing. And now for this gen, they're like, oh, you can have 4K without frame compromises. Well, that's the idea anyway. <laughs> Not yeah. always the case. Um, Never the case. You know, and, and a lot of people, I, I, I mean, I don't know the stats on it, but I remember back then, the reason that was a refresh and not a whole new generation is because 
the adoption rate of 4K TVs was still quite low. Mm-hmm. Like it's picking, I imagine it's picking up quite a bit now, which is why we're, we're in the generation that we are. But also, yeah, you're right. I, I think, especially from PlayStation's marketing, you know, Xbox was had had said like, oh, we're going to support last gen for like two years, and that caused you know the big outrage. And then it turns out, <laughs> you know, it seems like Xbox is actually going to be the first console to move into next gen gaming. Yeah, uh, properly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there has been a big focus on on cross gen, hasn't there? You know, maybe arguably because of the stock difficulties, maybe that has influenced it with the the semiconductor shortages. Yeah, but that definitely makes the case for a mid gen refresh weaker, because it's like we haven't even like really seen what we can do with this. Yeah, yet, I don't think. Yeah. I, there's been hardly any like Xbox Series X and S exclusives. Like this is, uh, how, do do we have one? I think there is one or two. But uh, flight many. sim uh, and Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And then obviously Redfall, Starfield, that sort of thing. Those those will be as well, but they haven't happened yet. So right. yeah, literally like two games in like three years that have literally just been like you can only play it on this new console that you bought. Like everything else you could technically play sure a degraded performance, but still. Um yeah, I feel like it's 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 been I, I, I don't know if this went according to plan for the generation. Maybe maybe they didn't mean to hang about for this long. But I feel like, weirdly, these consoles, like you said, I feel like I I haven't really got much out of it so far, apart from playing stuff at 60 sometimes if I want to and stuff like that. And like you said, even like this whole like play at 4K without frame compromises, that still hasn't happened yet. Like, no. I mean, most of the time, if we want to play with 4K ray tracing, all that kind of stuff, we still have to sacrifice frames. And all, all we have to choose between sixty and thirty and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, I, I, I feel like they, they need to, they need to get more out of these, definitely. And, and that's not to say, obviously, that these cross-gen games haven't been visually very impressive. They have, you know, like Forza Horizon, and even you know, over on the PlayStation side, things like God of War uh, as well, oh, and from, you know, Horizon Forbidden West, yeah, right? All cross-gen. Yeah. You know, that's that's not that's not to say that, that isn't the case. It's just that I think a, a big part of the appeal of of the marketing push of next gen is that you know, it pushes the technology forward in a way somehow. Mm. Uh, and really, I, I would still argue that Flight Sim is is one of the best examples we have, and nobody ever talks about that. Like the way that it, it, like that game can only run on really high end PCs, which so that it's like mm-hmm. a, you know, it's like a good parallel for like, oh, this is pushing technology, and obviously the way it integrates, it feeds in cloud data about yeah, weather and stuff. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's unique. I feel like kind of. Demon Souls falls into that category a little bit, not as much as Flight Sim because Flight Sim uses cloud tech and stuff like that. But like Demon Souls was a PS5 exclusive, not a previous, and that game, as much as it's linear, it's a very linear game. Um, it looks fucking extraordinary. Like that game is insane looking. I don't know if you've gone back and watched videos on it recently or like had like go have a look at it again after this. Like. 
it looks incredible like absolutely incredible i mean yeah i i guess i'm just less <sighs> i'm less enthused with the idea that good graphics are a next-gen thing i feel like we've hit the point Maybe of like animation where it's like stuff like that it's 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 very buttery smooth and i think it runs at a locked 60 as well um with those sort yeah of i guess even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I don't know. Yeah, I guess even then, though, like I guess performance for me, like that, that falls into all into the same bucket for this mm. context of like, like God of War is the same, like Ragnarok's the same. You know, it's like it looks very good, it runs super well. You know, it's just really, really well optimized. But like, I'm not, I'm not really sure if it's a negative. I mean, obviously it's cross gen, but I'm not sure if I would say that it is using the technology to its fullest in the way that flight sim and maybe even starfield you could argue starfield is because it's going to be so big yeah exactly. you know uh yeah. like redfall doesn't strike me as a this has to be a series no. x or s they're, they're just doing it to make that that jump just to be like okay this is kind of it's like a marketing point. beat yeah. yeah exactly yeah but like that game could probably run on previous consoles uh and they definitely considered it for a long time and they were like that nah, it's just made the cut off um yeah because like don't get me wrong again it looks fine it looks great and i'm sure it'll run very well and i'm sure it's quite a big world so like it can definitely leverage this the power that for the series s and x like don't get me wrong um but yeah it doesn't scream uh next gen to me yeah i'm with you so i guess yeah it's it's just that it's like what is this next big thing gonna be uh that really utilizes the technology beyond just like shiny graphics and high frames uh, don't get me wrong those are good things you know i think those were things we all wanted coming forward with these consoles but oh, like crackdown 3 what about that oh yeah yeah that's a good point i mean how can you fit terry cruz into a normal xbox you know what i mean you can't, like, you can't get that man yeah it's impossible that's why they they had to have him um so far away from the microphone they couldn't hold the voice within the graphics it was too much it was exploding the machines they had him at 80 yeah. percent. the machines just started smoking out and playing crackdown like you just couldn't do it. <laughs> for for anybody who's missed the joke before like if you if you've played crackdown 3 and you're playing as terry cruz the terry cruz model he sounds so far away when he speaks. He's like really quiet. He's like shouting, but it sounds like he's like two meters away from the microphone. I don't know why. It's just really poor editing, I guess. But it's so yeah, weird. It's really weird. It sounds like he's just like he's like <laughs> shouting across the room, like the other end of the house. Like, do you want to see? Like, yeah. He sounds like that yeah. all the time. Yeah. He's he's literally like, oh hell yeah, and it's like what. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why are you so far away? <laughs> Come <is> back. Like... <laughs> Even he wanted out. Dude. It's just recording the lines, like yeah. edging out of the studio. Like I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all just recordings of him like trying to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, all right. Well, I, so the, the second part of this, yeah, is, is that they did mention sort of uh, you know Microsoft Next Generation gaming ecosystem confirmed. What a big surprise! Xbox is going to continue to make consoles. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Of, you know, that's news to me. Uh, I guess what's interesting here is that they called it a, and this is you know directly out of the article. Uh, sorry, directly out of the documents even from the FTC. Next generation gaming ecosystem. Ecosystem. Oh no, they're doing next it again. ecosystem. With the Xbox One. What? And the entertainment system. <laughs> no, they're doing it again, Deck. They've just rephrased Let's go, it. Phil. Oh, fuck. No, it's it's probably ecosystem because they're gonna be like leveraging like cloud and then they're having it like integrated into like it, it, it's probably just inclusive of like everything that they're working on. Because you know, you've got like TVs that can like do games pass now and stuff like that, you know. Like, I think that's what they mean by the ecosystem, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely like no doubt cloud is a big part of this. Um but I'm interested like how what does this how how is this integrated in such a way that it's now a next gen thing? Like what do you mean by that? Do you know what I mean? Like what what is what are you talking about? Yeah, true. Oops. Can I go into the cloud? Probably. Can I, I like we're in the cloud already? Inject it. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> that's profound, that is. That's, that's abstract. <laughs> that's abstract. That was so funny when Mike said that. It's abstract. <laughs> you know when you said that. <laughs> I do like the idea of just saying something ridiculous yeah, and being like, that's, that's what he did. Abstract, we were playing yeah. Overwatch. He just said like the most obscure thing. And then he was just like, <laughs> Everyone was like, whoa, that was a bit fire. He was like, oh, it's abstract, mate. It's just like, <laughs> it was really funny. It's so good. I'm going to start using that more often. All my controversial opinions, That's I'm just going to call them abstract. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like that. <laughs> Your controversial opinion? How many controversial opinions do you have? Lot, dude. I've got a whole diary full of controversial opinions. Keep it padlocked. Sealed with a blood seal. You're not gonna. You're not gonna tell us any. No, it's. I just said I've got a blood seal on it. Unless you want me to cut my fucking hand on stream and open it up. Do a poll. <laughs> Would you like <laughs> him to open his blood seal diary? Yes or no? <laughs> and also open his veins in doing so. Oh God, I would open my veins, dude. I just cut my hand or something. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Go oh, I, mean, I didn't know how much how much blood you need for a blood yeah. seal. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are the Six rules pints, dude. I read it as a bag of skin every night. How many pints are in the human body again? Is it like seven? I've got no idea. Something like that. It doesn't sound like that much. Yeah, no, I drink not, more than that on a night out. It's not that much. It's like I think it's like seven pints. Also, why are we calling? Why are we saying pints? I don't know. That's so weird. Why are we talking about it in drinkable units? <laughs> like, yeah, not milliliters, pints. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 25 cups of blood in the human body. Here we go. 
Oh, hey, Joaquin, you just joined by like... talking about how many pints are in the human body. <laughs> Ten pints. <laughs> it, would, it would be like, it'd be like, how many servings of skin do humans have? It's like, it's not in like square meters. 24 servings of skin. 24 servings. 24, 24 course meal. Yeah. That's lovely. That's really nice. Uh, yes, that's abstract, um, that's abstract yeah. Uh, yeah, Joaquin, yeah, we're live <laughs> on SAT because it's Mother's Day in the UK tomorrow, so we're doing the show today because I'm not available tomorrow. I'm with the fam. Yeah, man. So, hello, welcome. Welcome to the Saturday stream where we talk about pints of blood and skin servings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> skin servings. <laughs> it's abstract. Welcome to the abstract. Yeah. Quick QRP. I feel like there was a really good segue to Diablo there, which I do want to touch on, but I, I don't. I feel like we're not. I'm not done with this yet because we just started yapping on about being. I've stayed really spoiler free of Diablo. Play. I haven't watched anyone's opinions or previews on it, and I'm not sure I even want to talk too much in detail about it. I want to stay spoiler free for that game. I, I, I don't mean spoilers, but I just like I've just seen gameplay. I, I guess like here and there. Nah, do it without me. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything's looking positive. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, game, like... the game's gonna fucking slap. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that does that, I guess. Oh, they, although they did say they did confirm this week that it's not it's not on Game Pass. So. Oh. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But they um, that's kind of like a thing that might be subject to change. But then. That also depends on when the deal goes through because they can't change it too late to the release date because then they're going to have to start handling pre-order cancels or pre-order refunds and stuff like that. But it might change if yeah. the deal goes through like quite quickly, quite soon. Um, that that piece of news. Maybe. But who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I guess so. Let, let's round out the conversation then on, on the whole next-gen gaming ecosystem. What, like, what would you... So we've said that we we don't necessarily feel that we need a next a mid gen refresh. Uh, what what would like a next gen Xbox look like to you? Or you know, it, well they're saying ecosystem here, so I'm like, I'm like really hung up on that. So I'm like, I, I still don't understand what that means. Like maybe this is like tying into the whole cloud streaming stick they were speaking about, but then they've since pulled back on because they're getting traction on smart TVs, you know. Can I play cloud games, you know, on the fridge, on the oven, Hopefully. Uh, um, on yeah. the doorbell, on my smart doorbell? <laughs> no, that'd be cool. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. For, for for me, I'm still I'm still in the camp of just give me a console that can do all the. The, the 4k ray tracing all that kind of shit and keep me locked at 60 i know we just said that like that shouldn't define what a game is uh next gen or not but like i feel like we haven't done that yet so i'd like a console that can consistently do that um which i feel like i, I thought this gen was going to be doing that but it's not um and i would like to see some like cloud not being used just for like portable gaming i would like to see cloud being leveraged actually into the like the development of the game and stuff you know like they did with flight sim you know use cloud to like actively... like crack down through exactly yeah use cloud to like <laughs> actively like 
like render and put things into the game to leave processing power to improve the performance of the game and how it looks and stuff like that and then use cloud to you know fill in the details that you know might not necessarily be seen or noticed like more backgroundy stuff and you can really like yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if you can create a lovely hybrid of the two and leverage power from both you're gonna you you're gonna reap reap the benefits there um so yeah just something like that yeah yeah no i like that and i guess here's his counterpoint right um god's sake if the, the the more powerful consoles get the more ambitious games are going to get and therefore the less likely it is the games are going to hit 4k 60 so, so that's kind of, I feel like the 4K60 bar is always going to be blocked away. You know, uh, like, you know, a game like Starfield, for example, even though we're hoping it will have a performance mode and, you know, based on the last video, it looks like it, it will, fingers crossed, Hopium, et cetera, Cope, Seath, all of that. Mm -hmm. But like you would, like if a game is bigger or doing more, being more ambitious, like you would expect it to run worse. Do you know what I mean? I that, that's so. i guess my my angle yeah i mean there's always going to be a, a like a floor and a ceiling of course uh it's just technology um so <laughs> so i guess yeah sure but i'd like to hit that as like a base because right now we don't even have that as a base um so yeah okay fair enough <sighs> so okay that's fine Cool. All right, then. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? We've got uh, Microsoft uh, trademarking Ender Dragon. Ender Dragon got trademarked, Tim. Let's go. Are you excited? Are you excited to play it as an Ender Dragon? Ender Dragon. In every game? I think they're <laughs> going to do like an Ender Dragon like crossover like hybrid. Mm -hmm. Like He'll be the main protagonist mm -hmm. when they revive Scalebound. The dragon will be mm -hmm. the Ender Dragon. Mm -hmm. I think I've done. Yes. I think I've cracked it. I think it's scale <laughs> V two, but the uh, you it's an you you're friends with the Ender Dragon. I don't like this idea. I don't like where this what is else going. What are they going to do with the shitty Minecraft IP? <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit abstract for me. Nothing's too abstract. Do you not think? Okay. No, it's think about a new color. Oh, okay. What? Remember we're live. Think about a new color. Uh, a new color? <laughs> I don't think I can, Dag. There's no such thing. It's too abstract. Fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, instant. Absolutely outplayed me. Shit out. We've peaked. <laughs> He's peaked. <laughs> He's uh, you know, He's this is probably just like this is probably just like fucking pop. Like, what are those toys called that were you nerds collect? What are they called? Hey, the the pop heads. Those. Pops. Yeah, yeah pop bunch of nerds. I mean, there's a whole shelf of uh, Grogu's back there. She's got like eight different Grogu's. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see him. Hi guys. Yeah, he's got there's one of him eating a, a packet of cookies. There's one where he's got <laughs> right. a frog sticking out of his mouth. 
Um, there's one where <laughs> okay. he's got all that blue goo, you know, when he eats the eggs, and he's got all that blue goo. Oh all yeah, there's one of that. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Wow, he's, he's really having eating. a three course meal. Man's yeah, eating. I was say, man's cooking. <laughs> he let Grogu cook. <laughs> Grogu Loki cooking, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, to me, this just strikes as, as a merch thing. I mean, I don't think this is really game-related. I'd love to be wrong. I, I mean, would I? I don't know if I would, actually. Maybe maybe Mojang making an Ender Dragon game. Who knows? Maybe that's what Avowed is. Avowed's in the universe of Minecraft, the hyper-realistic. Don't, don't do that. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't put that energy out there. What do you mean? Well, you wouldn't like that. No! It just zooms out and the main protagonist from thinking it is Steve. <laughs> oof! Oof! But it's like hyper-realistic. <laughs> oof! Oof! <laughs> like proper graphics. This is a Doom guy. <laughs> See, he doesn't really sound like that, does he? He doesn't say anything. Uh, That's the point. He, he grunts, though. Does he? It, yeah, he says, and he says rip and tear. So he does speak. Oh, yeah, he does say Riff and Tear. I forgot. I think those are like his vows. You, yeah. Uh, so now say your vows. Rip and Tear. Rip and Tear. <laughs> you may not kiss the demon bride. Yeah, the Coco demon. He's going to rip and tear her clothes off in the honeymoon suite, am I right? Yo, let's go. <laughs> this, this is. A, this is this is a guy. this is a doom yeah this is a doom 34 podcast now <sighs> all right tim let's not talk about redfall what time right. are we on we're uh, on 110 so oh, probably a good time to talk about it for a decent amount of time and then say goodbye to <clears throat> keen and timmer who are wasting their saturday watching us <laughs> <laughs> can you uh put, can you put it up on screen can you put the uh redfall story get it on uh, the b-roll oh yeah do you have a link to it or should i just youtube it <laughs> I do not have a link. Fuck's sake, man. Do something. I'm, I'm getting Exist. a bit sick of this, to Exist. be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> right, no MacBook for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. I'm going to hold this over my head as long as I can. That's called, that's called blackmail. Yeah. I've got, it's, I've got a form of ransom over you, dude. Um, what? Uh, yeah, well, I've got your dog. I want you to send me Snoo. Story trailer. No, I'm not sending you my rabbit. Next day, he'll make it. (laughs) Recorded delivery. He would die. He would die of shock. (laughs) Nah, it's fine. They're very careful with parcels these days. Literally, like, hand him to the guy and he just, like, throws it to the back of his van. You're like, no! (laughs) He's, like, lobs it as hard as he can. Yeah, I've like got fragile on the front of it, like in big letters. Oh, that doesn't stop. It. <laughs> it it's almost like that spurs them on. I feel when you've got fragile yeah. on, they just like fucking drop like, oh. it into their van. <laughs> when it says fragile, yeah, yeah, okay. fragile. Are yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> See if you make it. All right, it's uh, it's playing, and I put volume on, but quite low, so. For anyone watching, no, hopefully turn it off. Oh. Turn it off. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, it's playing. Yeah, so go. Talk about this. 
<laughs> All right, great. Uh, yeah, so this came out this week. Out of nowhere, I will add, I don't know why they did this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is like another missed marketing beat. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a story trailer, so it's not like, you know, the end all be all, but I still feel like this should have been like across Xbox channels, like tune into the story trailer. Nope. Yeah. They literally just said, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Like anyone who's like actively following Redfall on Twitter were the only people that actually found it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. No, most people won't know. And like, you know, of course it turned up on like IGN and like mainstream outlets eventually, uh, where it got most of its traction and most of its views. But um, it just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was hoping we are past this once once we started doing the developer direct stuff and I'm not going to hold it against them too much like it's not you know if it was like a gameplay first reveal trailer that's a bigger deal I think but yeah. Redfall needs the I think it needs the traction right now so definitely yeah definitely uh, yeah. so what do we think what do we think then of um, the trailer straight banger straight up banger um, I thought this trailer was excellent um i thought they did a really good job uh, i i mean i i feel like i said to you the story it, it, right now the way they put it out it's fairly generic right like i said it's just corporate big corporate company uh pushed the boundaries too far oops created vampires it's literally like the plot it's literally like resident evil but vampires um and then it took over a town the town's infected blah 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 um i would like to know the story behind your characters and stuff like that. Like, why the fuck does one of your characters have magical purple umbrella <laughs> powers, and why does one have a magical crow? Like, were they part of the same experiments? And now they're fighting. Uh, she was. Layla was. What about Crow? Uh, I think Crowman. Oh, something happened to him. There, like there, there are like short. Yeah, there are like short. Uh, you know, uh, explanations of their history on the website. Um, okay. All right. Um, but I'm, I, I'm with you in the sense that, like, this for a story trailer, it actually gave no more story than what we already knew. <laughs> we already no, knew it was, like, yeah. the rich doing an experiment for immortality, I think, and then they turned into vampires. Yeah. And now, yeah. you know, there's, like, a thematic parallel of, like, uh, you know, the rich feed literally feeding on people you know um mm. yeah um, <clears throat> so yeah for, from that standpoint nothing groundbreaking but still fine you know it still makes for a, a fine premise of the story um and it was it was cool to see like how the story was going to play out into the game as well like like the whole like introduction of like the vampire gods and stuff like that you know um and the fact that those might be like key bosses like throughout the game whether or not they're like story points or whether or not they're just kind of like you play the game and a couple of them might just be like roaming bosses so it's just like oh shit this guy's turned up we we should like get out of here or something like that you know and i think that would be cool i think it'd be a missed opportunity if they were all like story beat bosses i think it would be kind of cool to have a few of them just roaming around the world and just be like oh shit like this area, you know, maybe we shouldn't be here because that vampire god that blocks the sun is here and they're all powered up and we're not at the right level here because, like, she creates, like, a an aura sort of around her and buffs everything or whatever. 
or yeah just uh. a couple roaming ones that would be cool i feel um but yeah it mm. was it was cool to see some of them their designs are really cool they've all got like unique powers and unique looks and stuff like that um yeah and it just um it looked good yeah we saw some more get some more gameplay you know how the guns look how they feel um and yeah it looks good it looks very um deathloop-esque in its shooting and stuff like that it looks to be around the same sort of par as that um so better than previous arcane games um and yeah i think overall it looks pretty exciting still no more uh looks in on like loot or anything like that um like even like a glimpse of it just like on the floor or anything like that so that's still they're still keeping that close to their chest um but yeah, yeah. very very happy with it overall why have i just kept this on pause i mean keep playing it yeah i was gonna say loop it uh yeah i think the sense i get is that because they showed off the four main vampire gods mm. and this uh, the sense i get is that they are there's like a breath of the wild approach here uh yeah. i know they said it's like fallout not fallout far cry 2 which i think had a similar thing where you can go to these bosses in whatever order you want you know essentially mm-hmm. which is you know is, is cool um but I, I mean i remember saying to you that like every time we see one of these new trailers i'm um, i see there's like more new stuff and more new stuff and then new designs and then new areas and then new de- and i'm like this is, game is full of stuff isn't it like this is this is a densely packed game yeah. like yeah. between the procedurally generated like psychic nests that they have and then like just the size of the island seems really big as well and then there's like the cult factions and then the vampires and there's like special vampires like we saw the one in the gameplay trailer the one that like casts like a shadow up around you to like trap you in and then it can slip into the ground and come and then there's like one that can pull you in and then there's that god uh the rook that can come down and get you if you kill too many vampires as like a uh you know kind of like an enforcement system yeah um yeah you know there's four characters all with their own skill trees and overlapping you know abilities different guns different and i just say the list kind of kept going um and i'm just and, and even in like the last gameplay trailer as well we saw things like going into like the insides of buildings you know again like the denseness of the of the world and like those are pitch black and you've got to use your torch to navigate through them as like a change up in like gameplay and pacing um and I just, um, I don't know, man. I'm like really that that sense of uh, like and like nervousness and apprehension I have around this game is is disappearing with every new thing I see. Yeah, um, I like I, I've always been excited for it, but I, I do ha- I have had like a little bit of anxiousness because it's something new for the team. And obviously, I think there's a lot of pressure. We like we spoken about this. I think there's pressure for this game to deliver in the sense that it's going to kind of set the tone for Starfield and for the for the Bethesda merger in a way that maybe hi-fi rush didn't because we've been hearing about redfall for so long and and a lot of people like are dunking on it uh you know there's quite a 50 50 split a lot of people are dunking on it just because of looks which i don't know because even when i'm i don't know man like even when i'm watching it here i'm like i think this looks good man i don't know (laughs) i think it looks like a really it's a nice looking game like the the colors are there like it's got a nice color palette you know like the trees are all like autumn and like the the lighting effects are really nice like inside and outside buildings and stuff like that um like sure it's not like absolutely groundbreaking but like generally it's a very pretty world um you know yeah and, and like the character designs and stuff like that like 
they're just quite unique and they're quite colourful. Like they're, they're wearing yellow and purple and the magic abilities are all bright purple and stuff like that. It's just quite, yeah, I think it's got a nice style to it, definitely. And also there's been a big shift in tone, don't you feel? Like as we've had more and more trailers, it seems like this is more authentic to what the game actually is and that it's like, it's quite a dark game. Mm-hmm. with very small bits of comic relief here and there. Yeah. But yeah. I think the first trailer gave off the impression that it was, like, almost really satirical. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I'm not getting the sense that that's what the game is at all. And they have said that in interviews. They were like, oh, for the sake of the trailers, you know, we, we had that cranked up to get a sense of, of the voice actors and, you know, th- their work on the game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so Wacky in here says, Red Bull will do really well in games past, but this is not going to sell at all. Uh, sucks, but that's how it's trending right now. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree, and I think that's fine. You know, like, like I'm sure we're all in agreement here that arcane games are just a really good uh, uh, matchup with Game Pass for that reason. Yeah, you know. Plus, I think that's <laughs> kind of like I feel like Xbox are like anticipating that, right? Like they're anticipating that 90 percent of the attention on this game is going to come from Games Pass, like. I think that's very normal to expect that, considering the majority of Xbox owners and PC owners as well are going to be subscribed to Games Pass, so this is where they're going to be playing the game, right? So yeah, and let's let's not let's not forget, like we said earlier, this is like this was going to be the first next gen game outside of Flight Sim, I think. Mm. Is that right? I think I think so. Um, So. Like they're even they're even conceding on the fact that like we're not going to get any on on our old generation consoles to play this either. Like they're, they're literally just pushing this out the door, you know, it, it, in my head to be like a hope. What is hopefully like a critical marketing beat, you know? They're like it's not going to sell all that much. Hopefully, we'll get quite a lot of plays and downloads on Game Pass. Mm. But look, it's an eighty, it's an eighty four on Open Critic, and you know, uh, again, you know, here's the, the long the long pedigree of Arcane, uh, you know. That's what strikes me as like the the angle for this game. So I just that's why like if it doesn't do well critically, that's gonna sting for everyone yeah. involved. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, there's there's a lot of pressure on this game, um, and the the type of genre and what it's going for, uh, is not ideal for that amount of pressure that's on it. Um, you know, definitely going for this shared world sort of four player co op sort of hybrid like looter experience like these games do i i don't know i feel like people are just harsher on them um like right out the gates um so yeah it's it's got a lot of weight on its shoulders um for sure um but yeah i mean i have faith that arcane will will deliver a good game you know like i was skeptical to start with always very excited but i was always like just the whole vibe of this game like I'm thinking maybe mid seventies, but like you said, with each trailer I've seen, you know, I'm pretty confident this game is going to crack past eighties. You know, at this point, um, you know, yeah. I, I'd be, I'd like to say like mid eighties and higher potentially, but I definitely think it's going to be an eight or above. You know, from everything we've seen um, over the coming months of it releasing. Yeah, I'm getting to that stage as well where I think eight, eight. 80 and above is what it's looking like um there, and and you know there are some things i i, I saw a tweet about this obviously i messaged you about it but like you d- tell me a funny way to die because uh, 
Right, what did I say? Like, if I see one one more person compare Redfall to Black, Back for Blood, I'm going to go somewhere high up and and have a a strong gust of wind snap my neck or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. because it's still there. Like, I, it's that thing of like the day. It feels like the damage is still already done. In in the sense, it's it's so irritating um, that people because it, and that's the thing, man. I don't think this actually looks remotely like Back for Blood. So I, I am actually just confused. No, not the people all. are clicking it's on this. Horde. Like, it's not like, horde like, based, no, yeah. it's not a horde game. Yeah. Exactly. It, there's like you don't even have to read into it. Yeah, I haven't seen more than like five vampires on the screen at once in like all the combat scenarios. Exactly. Off. It's not like there's hordes of shit running at them and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, immediately it gives off more like Far Cry vibes. Like, even without them saying yes. that i know i'm going off the fact that they've already stated this but like it just does like i i do not get a back back for blood vibes from this at all even for the initial trailer no. they released i wasn't just like oh do like a back for blood with vampires i never never crossed my mind it was the thing is it was even introduced like phil spencer got up on the stage and he was like an open world immersive sim from arcane and everyone was like back for blood <laughs> Would you say back for blood? <laughs> He's like, no, it's not what I said. Back for blood, yeah. it's DLC for back for blood. What's going on? What are they showing off here? <laughs> it's vampire DLC for back for blood, is it? I don't look shit. I don't want to play that. Yeah. And that's feels, it. Done. It feels like pulling his hair out. Like I, I didn't. I didn't say it. Right? I'm not going insane. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I yeah, said he's like. <laughs> He's like turning around and looking at his production crew. Like, He's like watching the show back. Like, yeah, I, I said immersive sim. I don't... What's, what's happening? She's <laughs> <laughs> like a cigarette. He's like smacking the table. Like, I, He's like, I, I don't understand what more like, I could have done. He's like, what's wrong with you, Arcane? You're, you're cursed. You're absolutely cursed yeah. in terms of marketing. <laughs> God, you make yeah. good games, but like I got off on stage and everyone thinks it's back for blood. What's fucked wrong with the studio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And like, I guess uh, so. There, there are some things I hear. I want to talk about here a little bit. Um, w- with the game, like now that we're kind of getting into that range of like seeing more, uh, and obviously, you know, uh, media impressions are going to be going live on Wednesday. I think twenty uh, second. Mm-hmm. Is that right? It was 20, 20... Yeah, so twenty yes. second. Yeah content creators across so, you know, the board are going to be putting up sorry gone 19th 20th yeah 22nd is wednesday yeah yeah sorry so content creators you know across the board are going to be putting up like you know 20 minute half an hour long impressions videos and i think that it's going to be the best chance that redfall has to convert those people you know and and i guess this is kind of like a, a good thing at this stage like on these videos that are going up even though they're not getting all that much traction it's not that bad like it's a lot better than it was i'm i'm seeing a lot of marmite reactions like a lot of people are like wow this is i like initially i thought this was a load of shit but now actually i can see that like i'm excited for this this looks really good but there's a lot of people who are like this looks so generic always online <laughs> back for blood so there's there's very like split opinions now which is which i think is good because it, it shows that there it it is um creating the capacity for people to really I love what they're seeing, which is better, I think, than a flat curve of like, you know, it looks okay. Mm. Did you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, Wacky says 84. 
he's calling it now. That's the score he thinks it's going to be. I like that. Um, I like that ambition. I think yeah. that's a pretty reasonable score. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to think. I hope so. I'd like to think it's going to crack the the mid to low eighties. I'd like it to breach past the mid eighties. Yeah, eighty six, eighty seven sort of area. I, I, I don't think it'll get that high. I really um, don't. But eighty four um, is a very respectable score that um people will be happy with, and people will not say this game flopped or this game didn't do its job you know like that's a very respectable score so um yeah uh he also says you guys gonna buy the season pass so let's you play the game early i didn't know this was a thing is that con- that's not confirmed yet is it i, I didn't think know. that was confirmed yet is that confirmed and how early are we talking like is it like a week or is it like a few days um because I mean, you know, I think I'd be quite interested in that. I mean, that's one thing that's kind of a bit weird for me is the whole like skins and outfits that they're selling here in like the digital editions, and like I don't know if they're gonna have like a store in game and stuff like that. I don't really see how that fits into the game. That seems a bit shoehorn in, a bit wedged in the whole like gun skins, character skins, that sort of thing. Um, it's a bit odd to me that. Um, and hopefully they don't go too over the top with it, and it's just like a digital like bonus, like one time off bonus. Um, uh, there, there are unlockable customers that like cosmetics, if, if that's what yeah, you mean. I, yeah, I, yeah, they've said so, that there's a lot. Fine, yeah. like, but like a whole like, I hope there's not like, going to be like an in-game store or like future packs where you can get like skins for weapons and characters and stuff like that. Because I don't, it doesn't it just that seems a bit weird that seems a bit generic yeah. if they're going to put that sort of stuff in the game and sort of shoehorn that sort of stuff in it's fine if it's playable mm. and unlockable that's fine but to have like separate purchasable things hopefully it's a bit of a one-off um yeah i i in my head it's been confirmed that there isn't going to be viable stuff but i might be making that up yeah i've i haven't seen any indication of an in-game store or anything like that so um no um wacky says he's gonna check uh i'll check as well bro because i it was i think it's because he's probably thinking of what i'm thinking of that it was rumored that that would be the case but i don't think it's since been confirmed like the bite back digital from what i can see includes two future heroes you know a couple of cosmetics vampire hunter pack um but i'm not seeing anything about early access yet and that's not to say it won't happen um because they did the same with uh, forza didn't they um and also i think if xbox are going to start doing this regularly like it's not ideal you know like i don't i'd rather they didn't because they're essentially the game is ready to launch they're not getting it early are they it's just everyone else is getting it late <laughs> this yeah. is about the framing um but if they are going to do that, they need to make it so it can be compatible with Game Pass. So, like, somebody can, you know, buy a £15 uh, upgrade rather than having to buy the full £60 game with the £15 edition mm. to get it those few days early, if you see what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this should just be, like, a £10. You get the skins and you get to play it early with Games Pass. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, so uh, but I give it a quick Google and I don't see anything about it. Uh, I I see like the whole bite back edition, digital editions, all that sort of stuff. But there's nothing that seems to indicate you get to have it early, um, based off that. So we'll keep an eye on it. But I don't think that's solid at the moment, Joaquin. Unless you can find anything. But yeah, um, I'm yeah. with you. But yeah, and, good. Um, can you can you put, can you put on the trailer? Sorry, one more time. I've just got a couple more things I wanted to go over. Um, oh yeah, sure. Because there was, 
if you remember there was like when i was when the game when we had the gameplay showcase for the event um for the developer direct back in january uh one of the things i remember people kept saying was like oh man enemies aren't reacting to gunshots and i remember being like what are you talking about they are (laughs) they literally are so i'm i like and so i'm but like people must be saying that for a reason like so i'm just i was finding it really hard to like understand where that was coming from and i'm doubling down i think you're fucking insane because like halfway through i think somewhere in this video you'll see davinda lobs his little teleporter thing over a banister and shotguns this two big stag and, but, and the same happened in previous trailers, so I don't know what people are talking about. There's clear reaction here, so I, I, I am a bit confused. So that, yeah. that was the first thing I wanted to point out. Um, have, you, have you noticed that as well? I have noticed that, yeah. I thought enemies always reacted to gunshots. I never, I never like, thought otherwise. Um, and yeah, you can always see them sort of buckle back with like shots from the shotgun, and then you know once they're like staggered and ready for the stab, they're like lingering there on their knees and stuff like that, you know, like yeah, like 100%. I never yeah. thought that things were just running at you and bullets were just kind of going into it. Yeah. I mean, maybe even right. full auto yeah. guns, because it'd so- be kind of stupid if you could just pepper him and he'd constantly just be recoiling with every single shot you put in him, because then, then no- nothing would ever get near you. So, like, naturally, yeah, stuff's going to recoil more with other guns than a pea shooter, right? So I don't think you can really... Um, you know, claim claim the game is, you know, not doing a good job in 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 that regard. So, yeah, okay, I'm glad we're in agreement there. Um, and you like if if you keep watching while we're talking to the audience, uh, the, the listeners, uh, you'll just have to take our word for it. Um, you'll you'll see what I mean. Um, when they start showing a bit more of the gameplay, the second yeah, thing that I wanted to talk about is um, done. Yeah, yeah, very clear. Yeah, right. Very clear <laughs> reaction to shots. So even, I don't know. Even prior to that, I feel, I feel like I'm losing him, my mind a bit. Even prior to that, you saw him like slide in on the top floor and shoot the human with the machine gun, and the, even the human was like recoiling with like the machine gun bullets. Like you literally saw him like yeah. staggering to machine gun bullets, like not even shotgun. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know what people are talking about. Weird. No, neither do I. I. I literally don't understand. So that's the first thing. The second thing is like um, the immersive simminess of the game, which I like. I've got to admit, I think is is something which is worrying me a little bit. Um, because and this is the thing, I think the game is going to lose points for the fact that it is doing this single player thing versus co op thing. Like, because there are going to be people out there who just feel like playing co op. Uh, sorry, single player is a direct downgrade because you're only playing as one character and you don't have you know access to as much of an arsenal. I mean, uh, hopefully that's not the case, but I just... Uh, is there ever an instance where that isn't the case? I don't know. Especially when you've got such different kids. I mean, I guess like when you think of something like Borderlands, you don't necessarily feel like it's a worse experience when you're playing alone. So, mm. I don't know. It is. I would say Borderlands you think? is a worse experience when you play it alone. Yeah, definitely. Like you, when you like right. use your like powers and alts and stuff like that, like together, and um, like I lift someone up with like the siren in like Borderlands Two, and then you you gunzerker the shit out of them and stuff like that. You know those sort of things go like they coincide with each other and they go really well. You don't get that if you're just playing solo. 
Uh, and I do think mm-hmm. this game is going to have that. Like, I, I just think it just comes with the territory of the game. If you are playing it solo, unfortunately, I do think your experience will be neutered slightly. Like, the game can be played solo, and I think it will still be very good solo. But peak, you should play it with at least one friend. More, if possible. Um, it's just how these games work. And I don't think you should be giving it worse scores because of that. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Um just because you need a friend to play the game with, you know, you can't play it solo. You give it a worse score or whatever. I think that's that's very harsh. That's exactly what's going to happen, though. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so harsh because then what? We're just going to force every single developer to just make fucking single player games from now on. Yeah, it's like no, like just because a game <laughs> is catering to having more fun and providing a better source of entertainment by playing it in a group you shouldn't be deducting points from it i think that's ridiculous the game's not marketing itself as a single player game so why judge it as one yeah and by, i guess that's the problem because because it's trying to market itself as both a little well, bit like I, I think some of them it's openly said you should play this with friends but it's still great playing it solo. You still can play it solo. They've always used words like still play it solo, can play it solo. It's great to play solo. But they've always said that you play it with, with up to four friends. Like that, that is the main selling point. They're not advertising it as a single player game. They're advertising it as a, as a, as a multiplayer game that can be enjoyed single player. If you're lonely, yeah, I, I suppose you're right. Whoa, <laughs> shots fired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerds, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Although I will be fighting because I don't want to play this with you. So, yeah, I, I don't have any friends, so I, I don't have anybody uh, who I'd want to play this with. We only talk once. There's nobody that comes because of this. He pays me to be here. <laughs> I don't play games with him. <laughs> I hate his guts. It's not true. He's lying. Don't listen to him. Not lying. Help so me. hang on. I'm. I, I'm. Not, I like. You know. I'm reading this straight off the website. Slay alone or squad up. Full blend single and multiplayer options seamlessly, allowing the player to venture into the darkness alone or squad up for up to four player co-op. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the problem that it's hard to pigeonhole for a lot of, of players. Like a lot of players are like, is this is this a single player or is this go up? My brain can't handle two things at once. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? um, yeah. So we'll see. You know, I, I am worried that it, some of the reception will be muted by that. But I'd love to be wrong. There are games that have done this before and that hasn't been the case, you know. Um, mm. So we'll see. Uh the last thing I wanted to touch on before we sort of start wrapping up was um, somebody had highlighted to me kind of the, again, like coming back to the immersive simminess of the game is um, they called it, somebody called it like the, the systemic system. So the things that interact with other things that generally make these sort of um, sims so good, you know, like I dishonored, you can use like the wind gust to, to blow away a, a trap mine that you've put on the floor mm-hmm. or you can, you know, stuff like that you can put a mine down and then you can yank someone in towards it or swap places with them and now they've things like that yeah. um i haven't seen 
all that much of that so far. There's been bits and bobs in the sense that like there's um yeah yeah, there's been some stuff like naturally occurring like UV lighting that you can like turn on like if there's vampires chasing you can flick it on or you can like shoot at it or something um or you know you can you can see a light in the distance and there's vampires on the other side of it you shoot it and now the vampires go into the darkness and start fighting with the cultists or the militia sort of thing um Mm -hmm. so I've seen a bit of it I saw a bit of extra stuff here that gave me some hope. Um, and there's just one, there's one point in particular where, what's her name? Remy, the one with the little robot dog mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Sends her to a petrol station and the whole petrol station explodes. It, 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 it transitions out as it happens. But that makes me think, oh, there's more systems at play here that they're not showing us. Okay. Well, Remy just suicide bombed into the petrol station, did he? <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah uh I, I'm, I'm not sure like why or what happened but that is, is what appeared to happen and and that makes me think oh there's more going on here and also if, even if there's like smaller things like all the street lights you know if they can all be shot out then that that kind of you know adds another layer to it um so that's the sort of stuff that i feel like these trailers don't do a good job on selling you know th- that systemic kind of um systems of, of the arcane games yeah definitely I mean, if that bird can't pinch off someone's head, I'm not buying this game. I'm not buying <laughs> um, yeah, head pinching on nothing. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, yeah, it definitely would be interesting to, um, yeah, to see more of that. Um, yeah, your characters and the gameplay interacting with the world around you to kill things in like unique That's ways right. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to just like turn on like a tractor and send it in, and it like crushes loads of people or something like that. You know. Because you're the robot, right? Man. That's it. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, like yeah. stuff someone into a washing machine or something. <laughs> I just saw that yeah. in the dry cleaner. That'd be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this trailer starts to give you a sense of that. Like you know that we saw what I think it's the same lady. She used a, she like used the shockwave of the TNT to gain some height. Yeah, and then bounced off the the elevator you know to like maintain that or like, like maybe stop full damage or something you know so it's coming together a little bit but there's still uh, the cohesion of it maybe isn't quite clicking for me yet and i think if they if they just put a trailer together that like i guess they don't want to spoil it to a degree as well because one of the best things about these sorts of games is to create like you said you know the creativity you can kind of get involved with with tackling each situation you know earlier in the trailer as well the uh the dude with the sniper used invisibility and everyone cloaked yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, you can fully stealth this game. This isn't like a Borderlands sort of thing where you you can stealth around, you know, um, with your team. So, and there's no tethering. Well, hey, that's good Three, as well. Let's so, go. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of all my thoughts, really. Um, yeah, definitely looking a lot better. I, I, I'm going to be playing it regardless. Um, I just hope that we start to see an uptick in the kind of reception towards the game, which we are, I think we're getting there and I never, it's never going to hit, you know, Starfield levels, obviously, but it would be nice to just see some more positivity around the game. And also, yeah, that media event, I'm going to be anxiously waiting for, um, you know, I hope people have got good things to say. <laughs> so yeah. We'll yeah. Me too. Yeah. That'll be exciting to see. Yeah. That'll be a good, good topic for next week's show for sure. Yeah, no doubt. All right, we're done here, buddy. Oh, yeah, we are. That's good. 
any uh, any closing thoughts on anything today? Uh, download Marvel Snap. Give it a go. It's oh, a great cool. toilet game. I love a good toilet game. Yeah, dude. Games are literally like two, three minutes max. It's fantastic. Perfect poop game. Have you ever, have you ever thought about how toilets are a bit of a... Um, it's a bit of a life hack, isn't it? Toilets. Like, uh, in the workplace. As opposed to shitting. Like, yourself. who's going to stop? Oh. No. I mean, like, in not doing anything. Like, who's going to stop me? Do you know what I mean? Well, are you going to come yeah. and have a look at me sitting on the toilet? Yeah, exactly. I think so. Or if you come back, like, ten minutes later, and they'll be like, oh, where were you? Like, having a shit, is that okay? Doing a basic bodily <laughs> function, hmm? Is that not yeah. okay? <laughs> And what are they going to say? Like, oh, yeah, you know, the average shit is like four minutes long. It's like, well, actually. It was a messy one. I always have. <laughs> yeah. I and you can get really graphic as well. Yeah. You can be, well, actually, my shit was pink and covered in blood. So <laughs> I actually had a bit of an existential crisis in there once I found out <laughs> my, pink was, my shit was bright pink. If you must know. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that's. Oh, what are you going to do about it? Do you know what I mean? What, are you going to fire me for just having a shit? Yeah. Well, dude, I got a discrimination Sainsbury's for going to the toilet too much. When I used to work there. Really? Yeah, I went like two two times on like a shift and I was literally like carrying around a bottle of water with me as well. And then on like the second time, my manager was standing outside the toilet and he was just like, can we, uh, <laughs> can we like, have a word? And I was literally just like, uh, yeah, all right, I guess. <laughs> and then he was literally just like, uh, "I've yeah, I've noticed that you stepped away from me, Charlie, and you, you know you've, you've got up here a couple of times so far in your shift." And he was like, "What? Like, what's that about?" And I was like, "I'm peeing." <laughs> I was like, I'm, "I'm urinating." What do you mean? And he was literally, he was like really angry. He was upset at my attitude. He was like, "Well, I don't need like your your, your attitude there, like saying that." And I was literally like, "I'm going to the toilet, bro." Um, yeah. they, they arranged like a week later they like arranged like a whole disciplinary I sat down with the HR person and everything and wow um, and literally the HR person was like so like yeah like what's going on here and stuff like that and I was like my manager was upset I went to the toilet more than like twice in a shift and she was like seriously <laughs> and then he was literally just like yeah but it's his attitude as well and they like just dismissed it like that I wasn't like yeah. in trouble for it the HR person was like why the fuck am I here why why are you yeah. talking to me about this guy having a piss on his shit <laughs> yeah isn't that so ridiculous that like circular reasoning of like I'm gonna say something ridiculous and then when you get offended I'm gonna call yeah, you out on your exactly. on your attitude it's like what <laughs> this guy was like this guy was so middle management though it was like the sort of thing where he just had nothing to do so that that was his like his way to fill the day was just doing shit like that. <laughs> yeah. and I was Catch people out like, having a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jumps around the corner. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> the things in it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you mentioned having curry last night. What's that? Buddha? Lamb Buddha? <laughs> <laughs> he like, opens the toilet then. Like, better not be any fucking skids in there. <laughs> God. Which one were you in? That one? Like, so, opening and slamming the cubicle sticks it open. It's like I was in there, yeah, there's someone else in there, you know, like kicking that. Door. <laughs> 
having a skid check underwater uh, yeah. skids you're fucked yeah. <laughs> i counted the amount of toilet roll i counted every sheet at the beginning of the shift there's four missing <laughs> you know the rules three sheets per shift <laughs> That's just oh, crazy, dude. Is it just me? Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's oh. not the hack I thought it was. Are you kind of proud when you get underwater skins? That's how you know it was like <laughs> big shit. I just, just go you in the water, <laughs> dive, dive down, <laughs> and still skid. Like, that's impressive. I'm not sure I'd use the word proud, but that's, like I, I guess I see your point. That's how you know you got dense. Dead. You're like you're like saluting as you flush. Yeah. <laughs> you did well, soldier. You left your mark on this world. <laughs> All right, okay. we've got to go. Let's get out of here. conversation with that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking guys. Okay. Sorry, wacky. Sorry. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.